Welcome back to the Constructive Liberty Podcast, intentionally designing a lifestyle of freedom. You're listening to the recap of Level Up Daily, a Monday through Friday video series that I release on YouTube and Odyssey. Check the links in the show notes for the video to each segment. Welcome back to Level Up Daily. This is episode number 31. This is a Tuesday. 31 should have been yesterday, but I was at the funeral of one of my best friend's dad yesterday. So, it's a good reason to not have done this. I was traveling for a very important friend. Anyway, what are we talking about today? It's Tuesday. So, tools, tips, and tricks I use every day to level up my life. The one I want to talk about today is the DISC model of human behavior. Now, there's a lot of different personality profile assessments out there. I am super passionate. Super, I love the DISC model of human behavior. It's super easy to understand. Anybody can spend a little bit of time on it and learn to recognize the different personality types in themselves and other people and then adjust their interactions with those people based on what they see in them. So for myself, I use it in my business when I'm interacting with my clients. I can tell what their basic personality type is, what their high type is. And then I can interact with them based on what they need, on, on the, uh, the requirements of their personality type. So, for instance, if somebody is challenging me, instead of, you know, my typical, my normal reaction would be to back down and be like, okay, like to, to back off a little bit. But typically when somebody challenges you, they they want to get into that debate. They they expect you to come back and challenge them as well to for there to be an equal footing there. Not that they're trying to run over you necessarily. There are those people too. But it helps when you can recognize where somebody's coming from, how they're approaching the situation, what their personality type is, so that you can meet them where they are. If somebody is very soft-spoken and they worry a lot about how things are going to be done and they just want to know that the job is going to be done right. You can reassure them. You speak in softer tones and just be be very upfront, but be assured, be confident with them and portray that confidence to them that you'll take care of them, that you'll get the job done right that you'll do a good job and it will look good after the fact. If somebody is all upbeat and they're just talking a lot, listen to them, but also meet them where they are too. And they they are about the fun. They want to know that it's going to look good and that they're going to enjoy the space and that it's going to be a lot of fun. And you got to meet them where they're at. And then your fourth personality type, they want to know that it's going to be quality. They want they're going to probably ask you 10,053 questions and they want to know that you're using quality materials, that you're going to put it together in the best possible method, that it's going to be strong and it's going to last a long time. They want to know that they're getting quality for the input that you're doing, for what they're paying for. They want the best quality for the price. So if you know where your clients are coming from, if you know where the people that you're relating with on an everyday basis, if you know what their personality type is, you can meet them in that place and it will help you to convert more business. 
That's it for today. See you back tomorrow on Wisdomous Wednesdays. Have a great day. I've got a question for you today. Do you ever feel like you're being crushed under the weight of your obligations? Being crushed under the weight of your to-do list? It's 13 miles long and it's in really fine print. That can be a crushing workload. Hey, welcome back to Level Up Daily. This is episode number 32. The quote for today is this. Due to the current workload, the light at the end of the tunnel has been switched off. Do you ever feel like your light is being switched off? Like you just don't have any more energy to put into powering up that light. Where does that come from and how do we get to that point? I know for myself, I tend to be easily overloaded. Not... I tend to be easily, uh, I can't even think of the word that I'm trying to use, but I, I get bogged down easily. It's like I maintain a life stretched to the limit. Like my to-do list fills every waking minute. I always have to be doing something. I've got a list 47 miles long, and I'm always working on something on the list or thinking about something on that list. And then I've got my side list that I can go to if I have any spare time. And that's not conducive to the lifestyle of freedom that we want to build for ourselves. That's not conducive to mental clarity, to physical and mental and emotional well-being. That's not what leads to the good life that we're looking for, that we're searching for. Yeah, there's times, there's seasons where we have to push through something like that, where just full on, full speed ahead, full board, do everything you can, fill every waking moment, trying to pass a certain threshold. But to live there, for that to be your typical lifestyle, is too much. And I find myself, I often, I I easily get bogged down when I'm asked to do something else by somebody else. Like my wife will come up and say, hey, we really need to And when I hear those words, I don't even have to hear the rest of it. I just want to go into shutdown mode because I'm already at my limit. I haven't left time. I haven't left blank space to fill in for little things, to take time for something that my my own wife needs. I I guess I live too selfishly that way. And, And when we live in that almost overload point, any little thing that somebody asked of us, that somebody requests of our time, it feels more like a burden than like something that we should be happy to do. Because these are people that we love. These are people that we want to spend time with. And if they ask for a minute of our time and it sends you into shutdown mode, then you've got too much on your plate. And I find myself living at that point too often. So... My tip for you today is leave some blank space in your day. Write down the things that have to get done today. Yes, there are things that you have to do, but you don't have to fill every waking minute with doing. We're human beings, not human doings. And as doers, we often forget that because we always want to be out doing, moving on to the next thing, creating the life we want to live. When the life we want to live is a relaxed life, a peaceful life. Spending time with the people that we love, helping, being with those people. 
just being. And so often we don't take time off of doing to just be. So today I want you to take time to be, just be. Allow yourself to sit and rest and relax. Your to-do list will be there tomorrow. And if it's not there tomorrow, it didn't need to be on your to-do list anyway. You didn't need it anyway. It'll still be waiting on you. So take time today to be. See you back tomorrow. Welcome back to Level Up Daily. This is episode number 33. And it's a thoughtful Thursday. So we're going to talk about money. And not the money-making minute, which we do on Friday, or the money-making five minutes. but Since it's a thoughtful Thursday, I want to talk about the mindset around money and how most people view money and how you can shift that mindset in order to be happier in life. Now, most people view money as little green pieces of paper that they exchange for something that they want. They think oftentimes that it should just be given to them. Like, why can't we have how much money everybody else has? But money comes from the value that you provide to other people, the impact that you create on other people's lives, that is a direct correlation to how much money that you have. So if you can view money as how much value, like a representation of the amount of value that I provide to someone else, the amount of impact or what I do for other people that they want to pay me for, For instance, in my construction business, the value that I provide is transformation. I transform someone's house into a home. I transform a shell into a beautiful living space. I transform an outdoor place that nobody wants to go into a nice deck, a place where they can have family gatherings and be together with people. In my coaching business, I help people transform their relationships to to form better connections. I help teens transform their mindset around generating money, around creating value for other people, learning how to create something of value for other people in exchange for what we call as money. That's just a representation of the value that you've provided to other people. So if, if you can get that mindset shift, like money isn't just something that grows on trees. Money isn't easy, but it is easy. You just have to understand how to get it. Money's everywhere. If you can learn how to see a problem, offer somebody the solution, providing them the value, money will come to you. I've got a list of nearly 100 quotes here around money, and I'm going to share a few of them with you. Will Rogers said this, too many people spend money they earned or worked for to buy things they don't want, to impress people they don't even like. So if we can shift away from that, trying to live for other people to see us, if we can shift how we live to provide for our own happiness, to take care of our own needs and wants and desires, and not just everything you need, want, and desire, but to truly be happy with who we are and how we live life rather than the possessions that we have, that goes a long way instead of living to impress other people. Epictetus said, wealth consists in not having great possessions, but in having few wants. Benjamin Franklin said, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. And I hold true to that. 
I invest a lot in knowledge. I invest not only time, but also money in gaining for myself more knowledge, more value. How can I learn more in order to provide more value to other people? It's picture a pond, okay? When a stream or a river or runoff flows into a pond, if there's no outflow, the pond grows stagnant because there has to be an outflow. You can only put so much water into the pond. If there's no outflow, everything stays in there and it just stagnates and becomes a dead, stinking swamp. But when there's an outflow, when water not only flows in but flows out, then it becomes a place of life, it becomes something that provides refuge. It's, it's a home. It provides food for other animals. And knowledge is the same way. Picture yourself as a pond. Knowledge comes in. Knowledge and value goes out. You use that knowledge that comes in to send it on out into the marketplace. So I hope that helps you shift your mindset around money, how you can provide value for other people in order to get the little green stuff that we call money, even though it's just a representation of what you have already provided to other people. Have a great day. See you back tomorrow. Money Making Minute. Fridays. So a guy asked a question on MeWe the other day, and the effect of the question was, what's the most important thing? Is it making great money, or is it enjoying what you do? Now those two are not mutually exclusive. Ideally, of course, you would make great money doing work that you love to do. And the context for his question was changing jobs, moving to a industry that he likes better than the one that he's in. And my take on that question is this. Now, I've never had a job where I made really great money, but I've always loved what I do, most of what I do. There's any job you get into is has its ups and its downs, for sure. There's always downsides, no matter what it is that you do. There's things you don't like about it. But my take on that is either the job that you do or what you do for your income needs to be something you love doing or it needs to give you enough of an income needs to supplement your life supplement the things that you do love doing outside of work if you don't like what you do as a job for your career if you don't enjoy that at all then it needs to be really great money and not take up all of your time so that you can do the things you want to do. So you can live the life you want to live outside of that. So your two options are loving what you do and making great money or not making great money. I guess that's that's the second option inside of that one. But you love what you do. That is what we all strive for is, is doing what we love to do. Because if you can make a living doing what you love to do, that's half the battle there. The other option is not loving what you do, but having enough income from it to enable you to do what you love to do outside of that, to live the life you love to live. So either way, you need to be doing things that you love doing. Because otherwise, what's the point of life? Life needs to be lived. Life needs to be enjoyed. It's too short to not love your life, to not love what you do. Have a great day.